Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay and this is Natty. Hello everyone. And joining us all the way from Chiang Mai once again is Forrest Lee. Good morning. There he is. You said you would be here. Where are you, Forrest? I'm still in Chiang Mai, still living the hippie lifestyle here in northern Thailand. I'm just with one with the nature. Never going to come back to Bangkok. And properly named Forrest for that reason. Uh, more on Forrest's shenanigans uh, in a bit. However, uh, before we start the show, um, I'd like to give a quick shout out to, I don't know if he's done this on purpose, but um, a quick shout out to Tom Photo Benzman Dahlquist. That's his name. And Paul Sart. Uh, thank you for being Tiger members and having very unique, cool names. We support, we help, we appreciate your support. Uh, yeah, thank you for being Tiger members. As well as Coffee Culture, Natty. Did you enjoy the new sit and stay blend? I did. It smells like chocolate. Well, that's because it's got chocolate infused inside the ground coffee. And you can buy that too at coffeeculture.asia. There we go. Forrest is excited. All right, ladies and gentlemen watching the show, today we'll be talking about Chiang Mai Street Vendor. Um, you might have noticed her and her personality uh, a couple of weeks back. We've been talking about the famous Chiang Mai uh, dessert vendor who went viral for wearing provocative clothes. Well, she's back in the news. Um, as well as Green Line Extension, train prices issues. Um, yeah, the government's considering whether to make train prices more expensive. Um, the union against Hualampong. Now, we've also been talking about Hualampong Station, and that has been quite big of a news in, in Thailand anyways, that um, a lot of people, there's been uproar from a lot of people saying that we should not close Hualampong, and now the union has come out and slammed the government, um, as well as Hoa Hin and Peeping Toms. What's all that about? Uh, stay tuned to find out. Uh, let's first start off, guys. I'd like to give you a quick Omicron update. The Prime Minister has come out and made a statement. And of course, he has reassured people and businesses that uh, lockdown is unlikely, despite the emergence of the Omicron coronavirus variant in Thailand. Now, he also said that hopefully uh, this coming year will be a happy time. We haven't had that festive happiness for two years because of COVID-19. As of now, the requirement for the PCR test will remain, and they feel sure, uh, as uh, according to the health authorities as well, that it is sufficient enough to detect uh, any new variant and prevent it from spreading. The country's public health screening and surveillance measures remain strong and effective. So a strong, powerful, reassuring message from the Prime Minister to the public and all the people of Thailand. Uh, also a quick note, all the 17 people who came in close contact with, Tha with Thailand's first Omicron uh, case at the hotel. Uh, coming from an American tourist, have all tested negative. So some good news regarding that. Now, that is the quick update uh, regarding Omicron. All right, let's get into uh, more about what's going on in Thailand and all the top headlines. Uh, Forrest, let's start with you. Firstly, you're still in Chiang Mai. Can you give us a quick update on Chiang Mai? You were telling me earlier that things are starting to change. There is way more tourists. There's definitely way more tourists. I see a lot more tourists in their elephant pants and their Chang beer tank tops roaming around the streets of the old city. Uh, Wulai Walking Street and Tapei Walking Street, which are uh, respectively open only on Saturdays and Sundays. Those have actually reopened for the first time this past weekend. So, yay. 
more walking street. So more walking things street. are uh, progressively becoming better and better as the weeks go by. More importantly, how about the nightlife and the alcohol? Non-existent, dead. Wow, surprising. Natty, any comment? I, no, no, I just wanted. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Actually, sorry, sorry. I take that yeah. back. So, uh, it's uh, bars are still opening up recently as of this week. However, you do let's say if you're not vaccinated, you do have to take an ATK test to go in. I see. Okay. Oh, an ATK test. So you have to stand in front of the clubs and get your nose swabbed and wait for 15 more minutes. Is that it? Yeah. Yes. No way. Interesting. No, that can't be real. Is that real? <laughs> That's true. That's what he just said. You're going to stand in front of entertainment venues to do a PCR <laughs> test, wait for 15 hey. minutes just to be let inside. They've been doing it all over all the rooftop bars in Bangkok. It's everywhere, man. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, I visited a rooftop bar recently. Um, they seem quite relaxed. Um, they just let us in, didn't even ask for any vaccination. But I don't know, maybe Chiang Mai um, has, Chiang, Chiang Mai has been one of the places that uh, have been quite slow to really open up their restrictions um, regarding alcohol ban and entertainment venues. So uh, more info on that uh, later. Um, what, where else are you heading off to your adventures? Uh, so I'm thinking about doing some boring old people stuff and just go to Changdao, which is further up northern Thailand, which I is see. really known for rice patties and wine. Uh, oh. That area is known as Little Little Tuscany. So I might just do old people stuff and just drink wine and why be boring. That, why is that a thing in Thailand? There's always like Little Venice, Little Tuscany. It's, there's this obsession with Italy. It's not just that. They have an obsession with anything foreign. Like in Panga, I know that there's like a little Guilin, you know. Oh. Why do we always have to compare our scenery to a different country is something that I will never understand. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Can't we just be Chengdao? Yeah, just Chengdao, man. Note for thought, Thai government and Thai people. All right, uh, let's talk about vendors. Natty, you've got more information on this. So to more pressing issues or more exciting news, we have Nong Olive or the Chiang Mai street vendor who went viral a couple of weeks ago for revealing her cardigan style top uh, when she was selling pancakes or Kanom Tokyo. She just filed a sexual harassment complaint with the Thai police yesterday morning. She said that since she got a lot of social media attention. She also got a lot of unwarranted attention from creepy men online and on the phone. And recently she's been getting messages from a fake line account asking her for sex and sending her sexual messages. Now, this is where it gets a little bit more complicated because one of the line users actually claimed to be a popular YouTube vlogger called Goldboy Crush, who has over 1 million subscribers and has featured Nong Olive in his clip before, although it was only one time. And the guy, of course, denied this. And together with Nong Olive, they went to the police station to file the complaint. Now, Goboy actually has a channel that talks predominantly about illicit drugs, a lot about the pretty girls, a lot about the edgy, edgy topics. So some people are like, was it you? Was it not you? We're not sure. So police are still investigating on that. And this no bra trend, has been kind of catching on. So a couple more vendors around Thailand are actually now selling their food without a bra on. Wow. And it no. seems to be doing pretty well. Like Has this she started trend. a trend? I think she started a trend, a man. A no bra vendor trend? Yeah. Why? Why is this a thing? Yeah, guys. Why is this even news? Why is this going on still? This has dominated Thai media. 
It has, yeah. It's everywhere. It's viral. Every, every time you open social media or news outlets, like this is one of the top stories in Thailand, believe it or not. Yes. Um, but okay. Uh, any thoughts, Forrest? I'm not going to object. I, I will neither, neither confirm nor deny. If you want to wear no bra, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, that is an update, a full update from Chiang Mai. Uh, because I believe she is in Chiang Mai, correct? Yeah, she is in Chiang Mai. So have you met Wait, her yet? she is in Chiang Mai? She yeah, is in she Chiang is. Mai Forest. Ooh, I know where Maybe I'm you should visit her. <laughs> to get some dessert. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course, to get some dessert, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think to your mind, pancake, 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 pancake. Pancake with my phone. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. Let's take a quick break on that note, and we'll be back. And once we're back, we're going to be talking about trains, everyone who is interested in trains, as well as a very interesting and funny story regarding Hua Hin and Peeping Toms. You can't miss out on this one. We'll be back right after this. Find the coffee roast you love most. Coffee Culture delivers Thai coffee online. Whole beans or pre-ground delivered to your doorstep in Thailand. Go to coffeeculture.asia and get coffee you love delivered to your doorstep. And we're back from a refreshing break. Have you had your coffee? Yes, I have. From, from this cup. Asia. This cup, how dare you? <laughs> these cups are actually not available anymore. If you actually go to the website, oh. you can't purchase these. Oh no, limited edition. That's right. You thought we were lying. We were not. Moving on. <laughs> okay, it's now time to talk about trains. Uh, right. Natty, why don't you first introduce what's, what's this price gouging or price issue um, relating the Green Line? Oh, there's no price gouging oh, okay. issue, actually. But the City Hall is considering three possible fare structures for the electric train rides along the Green Line extension, which is the Anut Bering and Samut Prakan line. Have you ever been all the way to Samut Prakan, which is a different province? Have you been I, no, on I the line not. at all, Forrest? I don't think I've ever traveled that far over to Samut Prakan. Really, like yeah. With Samut Prakan, you're heading towards where? Samut Prakan. Great. What's after I, Samut Prakan? I'm, I'm like, good at geography. Is it towards Paria or no? It's not, it's not towards Chonburi, is it? Samut Prakan, I think it's like closer to the airport. Samut, okay. uh, sorry, Samutapum. Is it really? Everybody, quick. Everybody, geography, geography Google. Skills. Look <laughs> at let the me, live let chat. Let me continue Look to... Look at the live chat. The viewers are going to tell us where exactly Samut Prakan is. Anyways, This is embarrassing. Continue. All right. So the revenue that they are planning to earn from this pricing is to pay off its debts to D, sorry, BTSC for the operating services. So currently, the rides between Moshit and Kukot and Bering and Keha remain free of charge as for now, but without any income from the rides along the extension, the city hall is unable to pay its debts to the BTSC for its operating services since 2017, which currently stands at around 12 billion baht. That's a lot of money. So the deputy Bangkok governor is proposing three fair structures. It's not been confirmed yet which one they'll choose, but the first one is to see the trips along the ex uh, extension line plat I can't speak today, price at a flat rate of 15 baht, regardless of the length of, of the journey. The second one will see the introduction of a progressive rate, which rises as the journey lengths increases. So under the scheme, the journey of up to five stations will be priced at 15. The journey of six to 10 will be 20, and trips over 11 stations will be capped at 25. 
the last option will see a fixed rate of 15 baht charge at the beginning of the journey, and the fare will slowly increase 3 baht per station, and it'll be capped at 30 baht. As a consumer, though, which one would you choose? The first one, which is a flat rate all throughout, or the second one, which has like... I think a flat rate, depending mm. on where I'm going. Right. Yeah, if I would, you go really I probably far. wouldn't go to these places, if I'm being completely honest. Right. Um, I stay within the city pretty much. Mm, if, you're if, a city I, boy. if I do want yeah, if I do want to go outside the city then it would be places like Huihin, Kaoyai and I'd rather get into a car and go over the weekend. Right. Yeah. But I, I would have no purpose to go to these places. So it's clearly for people probably traveling from that location towards the city for work. Otherwise there would be no need. Mm-hmm. What about you, Forrest? Which option would you choose? I definitely wouldn't go with the first rate, the flat rate, just because it's, I mean, you kind of make them want to more, be more fair across the board. I think probably the second, either the second or third, I'm leaning more towards the second rate, the second uh, choice. Oh, was it up to 25 baht? Yes, for more correct. Than five rides? Yeah, yes. I think that seems a bit more, more fair. I think the second one is kind of similar to how the UK and the US do it as well, like the price system where you just have an incremental uh, price increased for each station so i mean like it's you don't have to reinvent the wheel i mean just like take on their structure and put it here which is right. good talking about reinventing the wheel uh, we've also been talking about the news regarding holampong being shut down very very soon the third week of december i believe now the state railway workers union of thailand is mounting a fierce resistance against the closure of holampong is it Lampong or Lumpong? Lampong. Lampong. Who are Lampong? Um, now, they don't want, the workers there obviously don't want the station to be shut down. It is still currently a hub. It does provide jobs to a lot of people. And they're against moving it from Hua Lampong to Ban, Bangsu, right? That's where the new station will be. Now, the government hopes to relieve congestion. That is also one of the main causes of why they want to shut down this train station because due to the inner city where the trains are passing and they have to like, you know, close the barriers and stuff and because of the grid blocks uh, during rush hour, they, they want to close this as soon as possible because Bangkok already has extremely horrible traffic. So it does make sense in terms of that. However, the SRUT advisor Kun Sawit Gewan said, Kuala is a place of historical significance, as a lot of our viewers would agree. Having served the city for such a long time, for this reason alone, the ministry must review and think hard whether to move, whether the move would benefit the corporations or the people. Now, it will definitely actually benefit the corporations. For the people, it will actually might cause, not it will might possibly, I've just said every word that protects <laughs> me from getting something wrong. Um, it will cause a problem to certain people because the new station, Bangsa, is not as well connected as Hualampong. So it depends uh, where you're traveling to. Moving to Bangsa will, might help the traffic, might help in certain ways, but it's not really for the people. It does help the corporation because Hualampong has is massively in debt. Uh, so it's a point of concern they're they're kind of making a very good point like who does this really help and the the advisor has also said that the the loss of 600 billion that the 
that the that they're claiming that Ho Lampong is in debt of 600 million they're saying that that number is actually very exaggerated just to make it seem like plausible and a good thing that oh it needs to be shut down because it has such a big debt uh, so yes trains causing a lot of talk stirring up a lot of enraged people claiming that this should not happen any comments Natty? Well, I just really wish that the leaders of the country would really take into consideration what the people really need, mm -hmm. because we, either elected or not elected, you guys are the leaders, right? And you, we look to you to make sure that we are well taken care of, we are well served. So, I don't know, being able to have a system where we can actually use properly that would serve our needs in terms of transportation, in terms of logistics is a crucial thing. Like, so, I mean, it's all circular, right? Like if, when we can go to our jobs, do our duties, then we can pay taxes and then it, the whole loop comes back again. So I want them, to, I kind of want to urge them to not think too short term, but think on the longer term. People are happy, the government's happy, the country's happy, tourists are happy. Natty for president, <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> Yay, Natty. Yay. All right. Let's move on to our last topic and the most fun topic regarding Hua Hin. Now, Forrest, what is your experience with peeping toms? Are you one? <laughs> Have you ever experienced one on you? I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Good response. Moment. No, I'm not a peeping tom. Come on, why would you ask me? <laughs> but that's such a weird name, peeping tom. So I, I, that's, is that for someone who just likes, is that like part of voyeurism where you enjoy... Uh, looking at other people well, I believe the term peeping Tom first started back in the 1940s and 50s where you're pretty much just a regular dude you know you you know climb up a tree with your binoculars and you're pretty much you know <laughs> trying to see what you can peep what yeah. you can what you can peep at well get a load of this what am I talking about now in in Hua Hin in a luxury resort that uh, will be unnamed um, a tourist was enjoying his holiday. So he was in a luxury resort. He got himself a nice, I'm guessing a private villa slash private room uh, with high walls. And like one would be on their holiday, he was nude or without clothes. He was just enjoying yeah. his holiday. And then he looked up and he realized that there's a man standing on the ledge. He's climbed up the wall and he's staring at him while he's naked with a phone out. Why would someone do that? I don't know, um, but this is what's happened. And he, when he moved to the right, he saw another person sitting over the ledge what? with another phone. Wow. So check so out these pictures. That's right. Check out these pictures uh, that Jason is going to put on, uh, or probably he probably has already. But this is the best part. Now, after this experience of, you know, being on holiday, you feel like you've been assaulted. Why are people looking at me? Why can't I be naked on my own private villa? Um, he, he complained and the resort staff actually came back and gave him four bottles of beer. They gave him four bottles of beer and a note and the note read, apologies for the inconvenience earlier. Hope this helps you enjoy the rest of the night. Hashtag stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair play, fair play. What, I, what, what do you even say to that? I'm speechless. 
Nettie. Yeah, I just feel like I just sometimes am intrigued with people's ability to, or lack of ability to problem solve things. I feel like they read a manual somewhere where it says like, oh, if a customer complains about something, make sure you compensate them. And they're like, what would I want? Oh, I'd like beer. Here, let me give this person tons of beer. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't know. What hey, about you, Forrest? At least they wrote a note, <laughs> hashtag stay hydrated. <laughs> For any future disputes I have, whether if I were to break up with someone or get into a car accident, I'm just going to give give them some beer. That's important. <laughs> oh, <laughs> In damn. a bucket. Like, wh what else are you going to do? <laughs> hey, they want him to stay hydrated. But, I mean, beer would make him less hydrated. <laughs> yes, exactly. So e even in their message, I mean, uh, what can one do? At least he got something out of it. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I should say more information on that later on the tiger.com. Do you even want to know? But yeah, that, we, we saw that story today and I was like, I must let the viewers know uh, this is what's happening in our country. All right, um, that's it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we'll take some of your questions. So if you do have any questions for me, for Natty, or for Forrest, please leave them in the comments section now. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, you're watching Good Morning Thailand, and it's now time to answer some questions. I've got a comment here, oh no, I lost the comment, it's live chat, comments keep on moving. Oh, here we go, no we go, oh, I've okay. lost it. Maybe I'll get you a comment yes, first. Please. Yes, please. And it says, text symbol says, please no more trains. What does that mean though? You don't want any more trains or no more train news? <laughs> no more news on no the train, he's had enough, he's had okay. enough. I agree. What is this train obsession? People love trains for some reason. But as a kid, do you guys, do you boys like trains? Is no, it like a I big? I love oh, no. trains. See, yeah, there, there we go. Growing up, I was more into cars. Yeah. Cars are great too. Fair enough. <laughs> I saw an excellent comment about someone saying that when I go back to Thailand, I'm gonna find the guy who sold me a kite without string. I mean, <laughs> who's at fault there? Who's really at fault there? <laughs> Yeah. Conan Balowing says, very poor customer service. I think he's talking about the Hua Hin peeping stomp Tom story. That's putting it lightly, Conan, but I agree with you. Very poor customer service indeed. Maybe uh, the peeping Toms were Tiger Paparazzi by Reread. Paparazzi, oh my god, yes. That, that, that's what we do. We're getting exclusive footage just for you. But that's the strange part about this story. He was not a celebrity. He was not a personality. He was just a normal person. Maybe, you know, Hua Hin's been too quiet for too long. People have had nothing to do. So they're like, ooh, tourist. <laughs> so, ooh, naked tourist. Let me take my phone out. I must record this. But I was quite surprised when you said there were a couple of people. At first, I thought it was just one peeping Tom. But there were peeping Toms That's as an right. operation. So you get multiple camera angles. That's right. It must be good looking. Also, I'm wondering what luxury hotel is this? So I don't go there, you know. Because it's dubbed as luxury. How oh, luxury no. could it well, well, be? Well, the article will never post the name of the hotel of because there was actually a very big issue regarding 
something similar to this story mm -hmm. where um, a person complained on social media on TripAdvisor and they named the hotel and the person was actually sued, I believe, for defamation oh. and he got in a lot of oh, trouble. I remember that story. Yeah. Oh, yikes. That was intense. So you can't even say what hotel you're staying in until everything is resolved. I hope he gets a good pay payout for this. I mean, you go on holiday and you have to deal with this. Come on. Come on. Come on, luxury resort. Right. Gijo uh, George says... Have you been to Sankla Burimon Bridge? No, but I'll check it out. Thanks for the recommendation. Okay, Moko Loco says, when do you do the next challenge? When do you do the next challenge? And what is it, Natty? Can we get some information on that? There is no challenge up next oh, yet, no. but, 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 oh, no. there is a very raunchy, kind of edgy Oof. thing that I did with a couple of friends uh, where we talk about dating and sex. And I invited two girls, two of my best girlfriends, to talk about it. So I also took a lot of your comments from the YouTube section and we answered those. So if you're interested in that, maybe this week or next week. Caddy Natty. Yes. On Brown. the loose, on the prowl. <laughs> What are you calling it? Ask the girls. Oh. Yes. Ask Fair the enough. girls. Fair enough. What's the first peeper named Tom? Was he? Was the first person to ever peep? Was his name Tom? Um, I That's guess. why it's called Peeping Tom. I Ruined guess. it for every Tom <laughs> out there. All right. That's it. Let's just end the show there. Okay, um, <laughs> on the toms. Yeah. Peeping okay. toms. That's where we're going to end the show. Ending strong, guys. Yeah. Thank you to all the viewers who have been watching the show, and thank you for everyone tuning in live. Thank you, Nettie. Thank you. Thank you, Forrest, all the way from Chiang Mai. We hope to see you in the studio next week. Uh, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Shai. Thank you, viewers. Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. We, and, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>